Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. I am your creative solutions creator and professional messmaker. This week, I wanted to continue the conversation about creative learning methods, which is what we've been talking about over the last couple of episodes. And... I wanted to cover a couple of different things and I wanted to give you some fun ideas for supporting the topics that I wanted to cover this week. This week I wanted to talk about emotional expression And using expression of emotions to reinforce good mental health. And I wanted to talk about ways that kids and adults can use play to engage their emotional expression and reinforce good mental health. So, play is something that we all need more of in our lives. We all need more creativity, more exploration. It doesn't matter who you are, how old you are, where you come from your education level, we all need more play, more creativity, more exploration, and more outlets to explore these kinds of experiences. Because these kinds of experiences support our ability to mentally and emotionally process information, thoughts, and feelings. So when we do something, we're able to work through feelings we currently are having, thoughts currently going through our mind, emotional needs, We are currently experiencing. And we can experience those things and test those things and explore those things through an activity or an experience. This can look like a group activity, a field trip, a hands-on activity, an experiment, a physical challenge. It can take on all kinds of different forms. And this idea is why I started this podcast. Because I wanted to share activities that allow kids and 
adults who have kids in their lives to express their thoughts, their feelings, and their needs that maybe they can't express through words and so they can use these experiences to express these things through deeds. And kids often and most naturally express themselves through their play, through their creative experiences, through their artistic endeavors. Kids can think something, feel something, need something, and not have the words to let other people know until they engage in an artistic endeavor, whether that's a painting or a sculpture or a play performance or a opportunity to sing or to express themselves through dance. We as adults need more of these outlets. We tend to express ourselves verbally whether it's our thoughts, our feelings, our needs and we either get a response and get the things that we need or we don't and when we don't we oftentimes will dismiss what it was we were searching for. Kids, however, continue to seek the thing that they need. And they will seek those things through all kinds of means. A lot of times it will be seen as acting out with their behavior or what I call acting out with their words. They may become verbally aggressive or sometimes outright verbally abusive to the people around them. Often times, most often I think, kids will express unmet needs, physical, mental, or emotional, or a need for stimulation, again, through their behavior and their words, and we see it as just behaving badly, and we don't recognize that they're trying to tell us something so we punish the behavior 
versus satisfying the underlying cause. And with the year that we have just been through, all of us have a lot of unmet, unmet physical, mental, emotional, and social needs that are most likely being expressed in unhealthy ways. And so we need to be mindful for ourselves as adults as well as the kids in our lives to address the underlying need as well as the undesirable behavior or interaction. And a productive way to do so is to say something along the lines of, I understand you're upset, but the behavior you are engaging in is unacceptable. If you need something, we can express that need through a more positive or productive means. And then actually going through and giving examples of productive ways to express what we're seeking, which is difficult for kids of different ages or different developmental stages. And let's be completely honest. It sometimes is still difficult for us as adults. We find it more natural to just react. And we need to be more mindful to find solutions as well as or alongside of fulfilling the need to react to something we're facing. And as I sit here doing this episode, I'm outside where the sun is shining, the weather is warm, and it is so pleasant to be outside. And being outside in nature is a great opportunity to express thoughts and emotions and needs as well as using natural surroundings as resources to express those mental, emotional, or physical needs. So I can give you some of my favorite things that could spark conversations around needs kids may face and getting them to express and then fulfill those needs. And, of course, you won't be surprised 
that one of the things I'm going to suggest is a scavenger hunt. Scavenger hunts are a physical activity that require mental energy and mental focus and can allow opportunities for us to express ourselves, express our emotions, express our thoughts, express our needs through the things that we observe around us. So one of the activities you can do is you can explore something that I talked about in previous episodes over the last couple of weeks, which is bugs, specifically spiders. You can encourage the kids to create a spider web. You can do this as a group activity where this can become an activity that you do as a group that engages physical activity, listening, cooperation, and the giving and taking of instructions, which when kids are given the opportunity to be in charge of something where they're actually listened to and respected, they begin to understand that they can engage and express themselves in healthy and safe ways and still be respected or acknowledged. So I would encourage you to grab some loose parts and do something like build a spider web. Or another fun version of that activity is a bird's nest. Or going on a group scavenger hunt where you put the clues together as a group. You determine how many objects you're going to find, how many clues each object is going to get to help people figure out what the object is and where they might find it. These are all great ways for kids to think through obstacles they might be facing and come up with solutions. Another fun activity is studying animal tracks. And animal tracks is a great way to practice identification, but it's also a way to feel connected. It's a way for kids to compare and contrast the similarities and differences in the tracks that animals make, which 
can lead to conversations around how animals and species and even people are all the same and different, which can make kids feel more comfortable in expressing a difficult experience that they've had, perhaps a difficulty making friends, engaging in in activities that take the attention off of them, opens up a doorway for them to express thoughts and feelings around experiences that they've had that are similar to experiences that the activity is creating or reinforcing. Another fun activity can be classification. How many stones can you find? What kind of stones can you find? How many trees can you find? What kinds of trees can you find? How are they all the same? How are they all different? What do they need to grow healthy? What might they be lacking if they're not healthy? What purpose does a specific kind of tree serve? All of these things can be related back to humans and feelings that kids or adults might be having or experiences that they've had that they're struggling to work through or relationships that they're struggling to engage with properly. So those are some fun ways that you can Encourage positive emotional expression as well as reinforcing good mental health for yourself and the kids in your lives by doing activities that get you moving and allow you and the kids to explore new things and connect to, in this case, objects in nature. These are also creative learning methods, which is what we have been talking about for the last couple of weeks. Creative learning methods are a great alternative to standard school learning because it gets kids immersed in the experience of taking in the information that you want them to learn or gets them immersed in the experience of expressing themselves in the ways that they may be struggling to express. So I always am going to encourage you to choose the creative learning method over a more standard 
consumption only method. And the reason is because play actually supports and reinforces information processing. We retain more when we experience the information we are consuming. So we can observe something like a video and understand what we're being told, but we will actually relate to the information when we experience it. So you can watch a video about the life cycle of a butterfly or the inner workings of and the life stages of a beehive and the bees that live within it which is an example that I give again and again in the last few episodes just because I personally find them interesting and the kids that I have worked with over the years have always again and again found them interesting. I personally don't care for bees. They make me very nervous, but I think the process of observing bees' behaviors and the way that they delegate roles and go about using flowers and the pollen that the flowers produce to then take it back to a beehive and turn what they collect into honey, which produces wax from the hive, and then the wax can become... I am fascinated by that entire process, and I have found that my interest in all of that sparks curiosity and a desire to engage in the kids that I bring together and that I have worked with in many different classroom settings over the years. You can have so much fun with the different stages of and the different aspects of a bee's life um, and the things that they produce, which makes for a really fun and exciting series of long-term projects, which is another great form of a creative learning method. Uh, you can explore using wax and turning the wax from a beehive into candles and that's a great a great creative I think I tried to combine the words great and creative there sorry it's a great creative expression for kids to create something that they can use again and again and again obviously once they create a candle, they're going to have to use that under close adult supervision or encourage them to give it away as a gift. But it's still something that they have created 
that because of that, they're going to take great pride in. And I love engaging kids in nature, animals, bugs, weather, because those are all topics that kids can emotionally relate to and connect to. And when kids can relate and connect to a topic, they, again, are more willing to express themselves mentally and emotionally, which allows them to gain more healthy ways of engaging and expressing themselves. So I hope that you found these ideas useful. I hope I have sparked an interest and a desire for you and the kids in your lives to go out and be creative. Get outside and enjoy some of this sunshine. I am loving the sun and the warm weather. And I hope you will come back next week when I will have another fun learning and skill building topic to dive into together. And don't forget, you can find more creative content on my Instagram as well as during my virtual live events that I offer each and every week that you can find at the creativecampusonline.com. Again, thank you for joining me this week. I hope you'll come back next time. And until then, I hope you have a wonderful week and have a lot of fun learning, exploring, and engaging through play. I'll talk to you soon.